Travel Week continues, and we are here with my favorite property in the whole world. I have great taste. We're here with Sean with the Burj Al Arab. Hello, everybody. So you guys have actually made, you've found ways to improve the world's seven-star hotel. How, what are you doing? Yes, uh, 2016 was a big year for us. Uh, we decided that we needed to extend our leisure facilities. Uh, and in true only in Dubai fashion, uh, we did this in quite an unusual way. We've added 100,000 square feet of uh, facilities with two swimming pools, 400 lounges, a new bar and a restaurant. But the, the very neat thing about this is that it was actually built off-site in Finland and sailed down to Dubai and then added on to the front of the hotel. So it was a one-in-a-kind a feat of engineering as well, plus giving our guests a brand new leisure experience. And your guests are very demanding. Obviously, if you come to the Burj, uh, you, you have a very high bar. We do, and we have a, an amazing team of people to take care of all of our guests. In fact, we have one of the highest staff-to-guest ratios in the world, of almost seven is to one. So for every suite, and the entry-level suite, you're looking at almost 1,700 square feet. There's seven people just taking care of that one suite at any point during their stay. Now, you need to confirm something for me, because no one would believe me when I came back that if you were a guest there, you it's kind of a no-no to draw your own bath. You're not supposed to draw your own bath. There's, there's someone there to help you, right? Exactly. We have our team of butlers are on hand to take care of anything the guests may require. And we do have a full bath menu for which to choose. And you, we offer wonderful Hermes amenities for guests to use during their stay, which is always a nice takeaway. Now, is it a challenge? I mean, being that it is Dubai and it's probably the premier destination in the world, we're gearing up for the 2020 Expo, which is very much going to be a coming out party, I think, for, for Dubai. And there's new buildings being built all of the time. What what can we expect perhaps in the future for the Burj to maintain its status as a leader that it is? We've got quite a few things in the works. All I can say for now is watch the space. <laughs> so do you have a favorite part of the hotel? What do you enjoy? Uh, I must admit I am in, completely in love with our new terrace and facilities, but also the remodeling of Almahara. So Almahara is our signature fish restaurant, which has this gorgeous aquarium in the center. And we've brought in Nathan Outlaw, who is a very famous two Michelin star chef, to take over the kitchens there. So really fabulous fish, very simple setting, but just the quality of the ingredients uh, and the way they're presented is absolutely stunning. So great for a very romantic evening. Do you anticipate anything, as I mentioned, the 2020 Expo? Uh, do you anticipate uh, an increase in demand or uh, any plans, any special plans for 2020? We're still ramping up to that. Overall, the destination has very high expectations. Uh, Dubai currently welcomes just over 16 million visitors a year. Uh, and the vision of the country is to arrive to 20 million uh, by 2020. So there's, there's a lot coming. There's a lot of development going around in the destination. And we're putting in our fair share of that. And as I said, watch the space. It's so amazing. It's so beautiful. It combines opulence with tastefulness. It never seems garish, even though it's very, as I mentioned, very opulent and luxurious. Um, as, I, as I tell people whenever they see my pictures, pretty much everything that's gold in the Burj Al Arab is gold. It is. You're correct. We used over 20,000 square feet of gold leaf throughout the property. I tell people that. Even like the, the, uh, the wet floor signs, gold. Exactly. And they also have the, uh, the cell phone cases, gold. We do, and one of the things that we provide for our guests for a new Marus is gold iPads. So you can request your gold iPad to use during your stay. You also have the gold entertainment center? We do. 
just you guys have thought of everything. What did it take? I mean, for for your career, probably to be able to be at the level to work at the Burj Al Arab. Um, I'm very fortunate. I'm very blessed. Uh, I'm actually. My origins are from a little tiny island called Malta in the Mediterranean. Been. So that's a, which is a phenomenal place. I moved to Italy in 2007 and was fortunate to work for some of the most amazing properties in Italy. And that took me on to Venice, where I worked for the famed the Gritty Palace and the Hotel Danieli. And then after a few years, I got the opportunity to go to Dubai and just building up my contact of network, especially with with a, with, a, with Virtuoso, as we are here at Virtuoso Travel Week. This was. Uh, this is a key crossover market. It's really my business. Really, is about the relationships you're able to build and drive over the years. So, if someone were to stay at the Burj for the first time, like before we wrap up here, do you have like a tip? Is there something that maybe, maybe a little inside tip for someone who's staying there for the first time they should do or try or see? Definitely stay for at least two nights. A lot of people come in. They say, "Oh, I'll just do the one night," but the one night doesn't allow you to have the full experience. Make full use of your butler team. They're there to cater for anything you may require. Don't feel shy. They'll unpack for you. They'll run a bath for you. Any crazy requests as well, try them out. They're there and to see how much they can surprise and delight our guests. We'll see you in 2020. Definitely looking forward. Now, would you say staying at the Burj Al Arab is the best trip ever? It is a once-in-a-lifetime, very unique experience.